Hello, you're listening to the VoiceOver Hour podcast, season three, brought to you by the VoiceOver Network, sponsored by Hindenburg, Apogee, Source Elements, and Focusrite. My name's Rachel Naylor, and I'm your host. I've been a voice actor for over 20 years, working in all areas of voiceovers, including video games, commercials, promos, and narration. I'm editor of The Buzz magazine, founder and director of The VoiceOver Network, and I'm also a multi-award-winning entrepreneur. The VoiceOver Network is the number one place for voiceover professionals to get the best training, help, support, opportunities, and access to an amazing supportive community. We are all about helping, supporting, and strengthening the voiceover industry. The VoiceOver Hour podcast? Well, it takes you behind the scenes in the voiceover industry, sharing stories, insights, and so much more. They'll be dropping every Tuesday. They'll be up to an hour long, and I'll be talking to some fantastic experts in our industry, including voice actors, agents, producers, and casting directors. They'll be sharing their stories, as well as information and advice to help you with your voiceover journey. I started the VoiceOver Network seven years ago because I wanted to create a safe place for voiceover professionals to come together, to help and support each other, to get the right information and to strengthen this incredible industry we work in. The VoiceOver Network is a global community of voiceover professionals and I'm so proud of what we've created. I want to empower you on your journey. Hello, everyone. My name is Alan Shires, and I have hijacked the VoiceOver Hour podcast for this very exciting episode. I'll tell you why very, very soon. But to start us off with, I am the business development manager here at the VoiceOver Network. I'm also a voiceover artist with credits which include Starbucks, the BBC, Ford, and Sony, and many, many more. Now, the reason why I've hijacked this week's episode is because we have a very special guest being interviewed. And that guest is the one and only Rachel Naylor. Rachel Naylor, as you know, is the founder of the VoiceOver Network. But she is much more than that. She is an international speaker, teacher and coach, an award-winning entrepreneur. And her voiceover credits are ridiculously extensive. Starbucks, Virgin Media, The Travel Channel, IHG Hotels and Resorts. Wolfenstein Youngblood, Total War, Warhammer, Mutant Hero Zero, and many, many more. Hello, Rachel. How are you doing? Hello, Alan. I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited to be interviewed. So I'm normally doing the interviewing, and today it's your chance to uh, to ask me some questions, which I'm excited about. The audience wouldn't know this, but usually I'm the guy in the background doing the recording. So I like this. I feel like I've got too much power. It's overwhelming, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it's great and it's really yeah it's it's nice to 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 change the yeah turn the tables round and um and be me be on be on the other side of the interviewing um yeah it's exciting and i'm so proud of of what we've created with the voiceover network and with the voiceover hour podcast and i know that we've got you know a huge amount of listeners and i know that it's made a massive difference to a lot of people's lives and and that's really important to me i think as well in particular i think it's really great that for this particular season, you are interviewed because you've taken it in a very unique direction. And well, there's a vast amount of controversial topics coming up here. So let's start with that. Why did you take the podcast 
in this direction for season three? So the the thing about the voiceover hour podcast, and we've been doing the voiceover hour live webinars for seven and a half years, and and those have been amazing. I've interviewed so many incredible people. Um, and when we when we launched the podcast, it was very much about you know taking everyone behind the scenes in the voiceover industry and finding out you know what is really happening in the voiceover industry. And I know there are a lot of voiceover podcasts out there, and there are tons of podcasts out there, uh, lots of great ones as well. And um, and so I, you know, there is a lot happening in the voiceover industry right now. And I think it's really important that we talk about things, that we bring subjects to the forefront and we discuss them because that's how we move forward as an industry, as human beings, is by communication. And as voice actors, we are communicators and that is something that we're very skilled at. Um, so I really, you know, the, some of the subjects we brought are really important and, and, and close to my heart and there are some some ones that are quite controversial that we've talked about that um that you may agree with or disagree with but that's really important and i think yeah as human beings to move forward we need to be having difficult discussions sometimes in order to in order to grow um and and be better and um, we've talked about the different dynamics which now invade our industry We've looked at Fiverr, various pay-to-play platforms. We've even looked at AI. So taking all that into account, taking the previous season into account, everything that we've learned, how should a voiceover artist be dealing with this alternative now, this sort of lower paying but easily accessible workload which presents itself? So... It's it is a it is a tricky one and it's a really interesting one you know how how do you deal with the with the lowballing and yes you know I've been in the industry for over 20 years so I came into it when it was a very different world the agents you know held the the, the keys to the castle um and they were they were very much keeping the rates up now, as the industry has grown, lots of people come into the industry. Uh, technology has meant that it's become, you know, really affordable to have your home studio. And we're able to get work ourselves by going directly to clients, um, which which is fantastic and can work really well. But then also there is the element that new people are co- have come into the industry. They don't know what the rates are. Um, and so they're finding themselves being offered jobs at very low rates. My thing is that it's really, really important that you learn what is the right thing to do and also to know that you are a business, you're a voiceover business. So you actually have a right to 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 set your own rates. Uh, you have a right to charge what you want to charge as a voice actor. Um and that can be tricky uh, for, you know, people thinking, oh, well, that's, you know, there are loads of people and they're going to drive you know, the rates to the bottom. And they're, they're, yes, some of that is going on. Um, and it is part of of moving forward. And there are things that are happening in the industry that we cannot stop. Um, you know, it, you know and, and I talked about it in, in one of the episodes, you know, the thing of Uber, you know, and, and black cabs, um, you know, and, and things like Airbnb, you know, the technology has moved forward and there are sites now where you can get voice actors for very, very cheap. What's important for voice actors to know is, is to know that you are a business and that you have spent time and money investing in yourself as a business. And you get to, as I said before, to to set your rates but if you start low it's very difficult 
to climb up. And, and something happens with confidence as well. And that's, that's really, really key is to have confidence and to understand that you are a business. And so if you then start taking lower rate, lower paid jobs, it affects your confidence. Um, and it affects your, your sort of status in the industry. So yes, of course, when people are starting out, you have to start somewhere. And I get that. And absolutely, you know, I started, when I started out, I, you know, I was doing stuff, um, at the listening books, um, reading, you know, and I was, I was getting my experience, but you need to understand that you, yes, you can do that to a point, but make sure that you learn about what the rates are and what you, should and could be charging um speak to other voiceover artists you know come the voiceover network we have an amazing support network and we're always here to help our voice actors um so i think that's really important making sure that you you stay informed that you continue to train that you invest in yourself and that you make sure that you you are respected um and that you you charge the right amount for things um, because you don't, you, again, you don't want to be part of taking rates down. You know, that's, that's what's really important about our community. Every single voice actor in this community has a responsibility to, um, to uphold the standards and the rates and, um, and all the best practices and all those things. And, and that's a big reason why I started the voiceover network, um, seven and a half years ago was because I could see lots of people coming into the industry, feeling very lost, not knowing, you know, what they should be charged, uh, what they should charge, uh, you know, where they can get help and support and advice and training. And that's why I started the voiceover network. Um, so I, yeah, I hope that that, did, did I make sense there? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've provoked a, a follow-up question for myself, really. You mentioned rates quite a few times. Yep. And rates is such an interesting and tricky thing. And I feel at the moment, it's becoming a really hot topic because confusion is now spreading across our industry. I think in particular in Britain, where the union is presenting a rate which massively differs from what the industry feels and promotes. It's a real challenge for artists to know what's acceptable and what's not. And all you have to do is open up a rate card and see that it's quite a confusing piece. So where should people be going to get the rates? How do they decide what a good rate is, what a bad rate is? When the union's saying one thing, websites are saying another, and yet somehow in the middle of that, we've got some great standards out there. So yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, a rate card that I I recommend to to lots of people is the GVAA rate card, and they're you know they're good friends of ours, um, and I know that the the guys who run the company um, have the best interests of voice actors at heart, and that's really really key for me. Um, but I do think it's about talking to other voice actors, and it's about creating a a, a support network for you so that you can ask voice act other voice actors their opinion and that's that's really important to to be able to share knowledge in our community and you know members of the voice over network are always around for each other to to share that information and we're here to help our members as well and um, because it is you know it is very confusing there are lots of changes and there are lots of new things with with technology and ai and you know what should you be charging and and and, and being you know wary as well making sure that you are working for reputable companies and knowing the other thing that's really important is knowing that you can say no to work um if a job comes in and it is not 
at a rate that you feel is is suitable, you have every right and should turn that work down. Now, it can be like, oh my gosh, but you know, if I turn that down, am I going to get anything else? And I've heard it happen so many times where people have turned down a job uh, and then the client, well, you had this experience, Alan. I think one of the things which I've learned from working with Von Casting, all the castings which have come in via Von, and also some of our podcast episodes is that sometimes we have to educate the client. So the client is there pitching to whoever's on the far end about how much their project's going to cost. And that might take into account loads of things from designing graphics to creating videos. And they only set a really small amount aside for the voiceover. But if they just moved maybe a couple of hundred pounds from somewhere else into that voiceover part, they're guaranteed the reassurance and insurance that they're not only going to get an exceptional project, but if anything does go wrong, there's somebody there who's going to help them and support them. There is a massive difference between somebody who's been working in the industry for 15 years in a soundproof, acoustically treated, reinforced booth using top-notch microphones tuned to perfection to somebody recording under a duvet on their iPhone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing to remember when you're quoting and when a client comes to you and says, oh, well, it'll only take you 10 minutes, um, is that no, no, you can go back and say, it hasn't, it won't take me 10 minutes because it's taken me my whole life to get here. All the training that you've done, all the investment in your your sound studio, you know, all of that it makes you who you are as a business. And that is why you are able to charge a certain rate. You know, people outside the industry, think, oh, well, you get paid, you know, two, three hundred pounds an hour. Oh, my God, that's amazing. But we don't, but we, you know, if we don't work, it's, it's, you know, eight hours a day, you know, we have to hustle for that we've got to 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 do our marketing we've got to do you know our websites our voice reels um and then we have to do the invoicing so there's a lot of stuff that goes into our business that i think you know maybe the clients don't you know necessarily know about so yes you know educate them absolutely and the other thing i wanted to mention about charging and rates and this is something that i talk about a lot is that you get to choose where you sit in the market okay um now you can't just come into the industry and suddenly become you know charge the 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 maximum of course you have to start off but once you've done your training once you've kind of got you know a few jobs under your belt you then are in the position to choose where you sit in the market you choose i mean you say well how do i choose because you know yes you get to choose you do you get to choose. Now, I, I use the analogy of being whether you are, you choose whether you're Gucci or whether you're going to be Primark or Walmart. Okay. Now, if you want to be Primark and Walmart, that's fine, but then you're never going to get the Gucci clients. Okay. And the same way that if you're going to be Gucci, you are, the, the same clients are not going to go for that same person. So it is up to you where you sit in the market. Now, if you decide to go for the low rate stuff, that's up to you. That's your choice. But know that lower paying clients are also usually <laughs> trouble uh, and they will, you know, they will want more from you. It's the the higher paying clients. You know, this is from years of experience and I know what I'm talking about here. The higher paying clients are the dream. You know, you go in, you have a session, it's half an hour or an hour and you're done and they don't come and, you know, can you redo this? Can you redo that? You know, they're not, they, and they pay you well. 
And so it's really important in the industry to really think about that as where you sit in the industry. And if you want, you know, if you want to be a Gucci, then you need to start, you know, making sure. But you obviously you've got to do the investment. You can't just, you know, be in a, you know, terrible home studio, have done no training, you know, not really know what you're doing and then start charging maximum rates. You have to do the investment to then get to that. Um, but once you're there, that's 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 where you are. And, and you know, there's branding and all sorts that that um that go into that but this is all stuff that you as a voice actor and as a business owner get to do it's your business and i loved what you were saying as well about how the members of the voiceover network will interact and sort of talk to each other about this if they have any questions or concerns and i think the best way to describe that experience is the word calibration calibrate with one another ask questions Pick up a phone to an agent if you yeah. don't have one. I'll just ring your own agent and say, I've got this job in front of me. What should I be yeah. what should I be pitching for it? Because we all share the commonality of yeah. upholding industry standards. I was told a uh, another heartbreaking story by one of my old agents just over a year ago. She was saying to me that one of her clients had taken a job for 150 that they found online. They did it, but then it was used internationally. She'd already signed to say that was okay. No usage on it, no buyout, nothing like that. And then another company, a competitor to the one uh, which gave her the job, had interest in it, but she couldn't take it because she was locked in with that previous company. So whereas she could have made twenty to twenty-five thousand uh, pounds, or uh, you know, what would that be in dollars? Like thirty grand, thirty thousand dollars. She ended up with one hundred and fifty pounds, and she was locked in for five years, which is just heartbreaking, really. So when we're talking about rates and we're saying and we're giving out this advice, we're not doing it to be critical. What we're doing is we're trying to protect people. We're trying to help educate why this is so dangerous. And I think, and Rachel, I want your opinion on this. I think that a lot of this comes from a place of desperation. I think a voiceover artist can either be struggling to pay the bills or they might not have worked in a couple of weeks or a couple of months and they might start to feel insecure about their abilities yeah. and then they go to a point of going, well, this person's shown interest in me, so I'm going to do it just so that I can, I can stay in the game. So what advice would you give to those people who might be struggling and taking these jobs as a bit of a pick-me-up? Totally get it. And I totally understand because I've been there. You know, I've been in the industry for a long time. I've been, you know, at the kind of the the tricky points. And so I do understand. But what I would say, if you are struggling, if you're not booking work, the main thing to do is to is to talk to people, to get that community. Come get involved with the VoiceOver Network. Come and talk to us. Uh, we are here to help and other voice actors are here to help. But So use the community and use the support network that, that, that there is. I mean, the voiceover industry is so amazing and we, you know, it's just so embracing and friendly and nice. So use that. I would also say, and and I've heard this from many, many agents and many, many casting directors, that it's about you training. Because what happens if you stop booking work and your confidence goes low and then you feel desperate, we can hear it in your audition. The best thing, you know, the people who are booking work are the ones who are who are feeling happy and content in their life. And I know that for, for some of you listening, you're like, oh, but I'm really struggling. And I, you know, it's important to do some training or even just, you know, get some other voice actors together and start practicing scripts together. Um, start working on stuff so that you get, you know, get past that that feeling of stuck. Um, and if you have to take a, you know, part-time job to get you through, then do that. But um, but you've got to believe in yourself as well. And again, it is about who you surround yourself with. And it's about 
out just immersing yourself in learning and positivity and being inspired and you know listen to podcasts you know read things like the buzz magazine or you know books about voice acting and um and and just you know be something i say to people is 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 be proud of of where you've come from and how far you've got um so yeah you know I know there are so many people listening to this right now who have incredible voices and who have incredible stories and have come through so much. And and, and I'm here to say that, you know, the best is yet to come, you know, absolutely. And, and we all go through struggles and we, we all have difficult times. And believe me, I know, you know, I have all sorts of health issues that I have to, to battle with. I've just currently had a horrendous episode. I'm just coming out the back of, 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 of severe you know, back problems. Um, so I know what it's like when, when you're struggling. Um, but it is about surrounding yourself with the right people and, and know that, yes, you know, we're allowed to have bad days as well. You know, on the mental health side of things, we are allowed to have, you know, days where we feel rubbish and we're like, oh, but do also know that every voice actor has rubbish days. You know, the most experienced, the ones that are even the most in-demand voice actors have bad days. So, you know, it's not just you. We all have tough times. Recognizing it, giving yourself time off, you know, taking a break, you know, listening to some nice music, reading a book, going for a walk in nature doing something fun that you love that you know whether it's painting or 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 singing or writing or watching a good movie or going out with your kids or taking a dog for a walk all those things are really important for you as a human being and as a voice actor because when you're feeling happier we can hear that in your voice um and then you're going to book more work so yeah live your life yeah absolutely absolutely I think it's that thing, isn't it, of we can't really do anything about what happened yesterday, but tomorrow's still to play for. Absolutely. And also there is an element as well, which can be tricky in the voiceover industry of stuff that's out of our control. So there are a lot of things that are out of our control as voice actors. We can't we can't control well, whether the casting director is going to book us for that role or whether our agent's going to put us forward for that role. Um, so there are elements that are out of our control, but we do get to control what we do with our time, who we surround ourselves with, um, what training we do. Um, and, and, and those are things that are in our control. What, you know, the emails that we send out, you know, who we're connecting with, our, our database of clients, our database, you know, being organized with your database of people that you want to work for. Um, all those things are in your control. Absolutely. Well, this has been great so far, but let's take a short interval just to hear from our partners and sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Apogee, Hindenburg, Source Elements and Focusrite. Source Elements, pioneers in remote recording since 2005. Whether you're narrating lines for films, audiobooks, animation or video games, with Source Connect, you will deliver remote voiceover takes in the highest quality and in perfect sync over the internet. This podcast is brought to you by Focusrite Vocaster. Focusrite's recording interfaces have already helped make more recordings than any other, ever. Now, with Vocaster, it has never been so simple to get the best sounding podcast with auto gain, enhance, 
and easy start tool, all the things you need to get recording. Vocaster is the easiest way to set up your show. Find out more at focusrite.com or search Vocaster. Tell the world. This podcast was sponsored by Apogee, your audio solution. When it comes to home studios, Apogee is on the cutting edge, providing excellence in every area. They creatively think outside the box to create solutions for all the day-to-day problems faced by voiceover artists. And finally, Hindenburg Narrator, intelligent and intuitive software editing to solve your most common audiobook narration challenges. From uneven levels and noise reduction to ACX and Findaway validation. Download your exclusive Von 60-day trial and $50 discount code at hindenburg.com forward slash voiceover network. Welcome back, everybody. Really pleased to have the opportunity to be interviewing Rachel today to get her perspective of season three of the VoiceOver Hour podcast. So we've talked a little bit about pay-to-play sites and rates. Let's talk about the other hot topic, which we've really been trying to tackle in this podcast season, and that is inclusivity, making sure everything is inclusive and making sure that everybody gets equal opportunity. We have had some phenomenal phenomenal guests and heard some amazing stories in season three. Why was that important for this season? Is Authentic casting is the hot topic in voiceovers right now. And I know that it's ruffled some feathers and it's also made a lot of people very happy. So there's a, you know, there's a, and there's a lot of, um, I think there's misinformation out there as well. You know, so some people are feeling left out. Um, the people who were booking lots of roles maybe are feeling a bit left out and feeling like, well, wait a minute, I'm an actor. I can, I can, I can play any, you know, I can play gay, straight, um, non-binary. I can play, you know, black, white, Asian. And, and yes, as actors, of course, we have that ability to, to do, you know, to, to get into character. What's really important, and and this came up in in the podcast, and I learned a lot from this as well, is that it's about giving people a voice. And it's not about taking things away from the voice actors who are already booking, you know, or have been booking work or, or the actors who, you know, feel that they can do every role. It's not about taking it away. It's about giving people a voice, an authentic voice, um, people who haven't been represented so, you know, whether it is the the trans, the non-binary, um, whether it is Asian voice actors, whether it is, you know, there are stories that need to be told. And that's really, really important for human beings, for the progression of humans. Okay. So it's not, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's big. You know, what we do as voice actors is massive. We are communicators. We inspire, educate, entertain we use our voices to connect with people. And what's really important when it comes to authentic casting is, is telling authentic stories. Now, yes, we can, we can, we can act. And of course, you know, yes, we play, you know, I, I play a, a fox. I'm not a fox. Okay. So I play a cockney fox. I'm not a fox. So of course, you know, we're not going to, you know, but in terms of, um, you know, giving, you know, minorities or, or majorities or, you know, however you, you put it, a, a an authentic voice. The other thing, you know, when it comes to casting is that 
may you know from the from the director's point of view that person who is authentically from that background uh uh from that you know or has had the experience in life they can bring that to the table and they can help the the production to make it even better and that that's really important as well as voice actors to know that it's not all about us we are a part of a um of a piece of art um and so knowing that that our contribution is really really important but we are part of something bigger and so we need to bring our best to that but we also need to step aside and allow the best person for that role to take that role so know that you you know yes you really wanted that particular role or you could have played that role but somebody else got it and that's great and being happy that the right person got the role to make that project what it is and there are lots of things that go into castings you know lots of reasons why people get cast um and and sometimes you know it, it's it's some strange reasons but the authentic casting is really important and i think all voice actors should get behind this and and be proud of our industry that we are embracing it and um you know and, and be proud of who you are you know you may be listening to this and think well i haven't got a very interesting background but then actually you do you know maybe you're you know your your mum's from um from ireland but her, her parents were from south africa or you know and 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 they've got a, a, you know we've all got backstories and we've all got heritage that we can explore and look into and i and i think that that's really important because that makes us who we are and we can use that and we should be promoting that on our websites and telling people who we are and and what our you know what our our stories are and what our backgrounds are because you don't know where that little oh well maybe somebody is car you know they need a character whose whose parents whose grandparents were south africa you know and <laughs> And great, they've 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 got the right person for it. So, embrace who you are, um, and and your background, and 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 be proud of that. And I know that Mami Okada, who's a casting director, fabulous casting director, does a lot of anime and video games um, at Bang Zoom in Los Angeles. She was a guest on the panel at our LA Vond event uh, back in June, and she was talking about the fact that she knows lots of of voice actors who've actually who had changed their names years ago so that they had more western names uh that were more acceptable and they've now started changing back to their original names and i think that is wonderful and i i think we should we should be embracing everybody as who they are and the you know the 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 brilliance and and also you know none of us are perfect we've all got little you know little quirks and and that's what's great as well about the voiceover industry you know when i came into it you know it was very much about the smooth silky voice and having you know making sure that every word is pronounced and and that you know you have the right sounding voice it's now about being real it's about the real people and i know lots of voice actors who have what people would call speech impediments which I think is rubbish. Um, they have, you know, a, a speech difference and they're booking loads of work. So, um, so don't, you know, don't be kind of put off by little, little quirks that you've got. You do need training if you do have any, any vocal quirks. Um, do, you know, make sure that you, you, you look in 
to getting some training so that you can work around that. But please don't be, you know, don't be put off. And and lots of people are going to have opinions in this industry, but just know that if you stay true to who you are and you are authentic, then beautiful things will come to you. I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because when we have the understanding that change is actually a good thing, we recognize that sometimes change takes time. I think we're getting there in the industry. There has been some really, really positive changes over the last few years. The dust is still settling. And I think anybody who is used to booking loads of work and have seen a little bit of a drop, it's because we're in a transition. Things are changing. It's not just because there's new talent coming into the industry. It's because there is so many avenues and so many options. But I think for me, what it was described quite perfectly with a conversation I was having with a friend a couple of months ago. And she was saying to me that she was working with a client who specifically wanted a Spanish speaking female with African heritage. Two days later, they had cast a white American male. And when she asked why, they said, well, I couldn't find a Spanish speaking lady with African heritage. And she was really frustrated because she knew three. It's like you hadn't even looked that hard. You had this open for two days. You saw that you had to do just a tiny little bit more work than what was required of you. And in exchange for that, you've just hired the first person in front of you. You haven't even hired a lady. You've gone, you've just defaulted to some guy that you know. And that's frustrating for everybody to watch. And that fear behind, well, (laughs) oh, I'm not going to be able to play this ever again. Well, you know, not necessarily. There is no Clause to say you can't play an alien or a fox. You don't know what's going to be landed in front of you. And it's interesting, this uh, speech impediments and things like this. If we have any niche, that is not a hindrance. That is a propellant to push you forward. It is something which will give you more opportunities if utilized correctly. Take me, for example. This is something that I battled with very early on in my voiceover career. I am not RP. You can tell I exist outside of London. My accent gives it away. So I might not be hustling and competing against everybody in London. But great news for me, they're not competing against me up north. Instead of being a a sort of a little drop in a massive pool, I'm a decent sized drop in a very small pool because there isn't many of me out there. So we have to, as artists, capitalize on what our unique selling point is. We have to think of it more like a business. What makes me as a person unique? What makes my branding unique? What makes my voice unique? Then all of a sudden you've got something to put in front of the casting director, something to make them stand out. And I remember when we were doing the castings earlier on this year with Moriarty the Patriot project when we got people's auditions through and we were talking to the casting directors on the other side what we discovered was the people who booked the jobs were people who stepped out did something a little bit different and really had something unique about their performance and that is the best way to capitalize on building a brand and being successful in voiceover absolutely and I do think you know that there is there is another level that we need to go to in the industry, and 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 this came up in a conversation I had yesterday, um, where castings, you know, when there, for instance, let's say there's a black actor, black female actress, uh, actor, voice actor, she can she can audition for lots of roles that aren't just for a black female actress. So I think that that's really important that that people are given opportunities that aren't just in, you know, in their their box. I don't want, you know, I, people, we don't need to be in a box. Yes, you know, and, and so audition for lots of different things and expand. Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So time does fly fast when you're on the 
presenting side of these podcasts <laughs> rather than, you know, just making sure the audio is okay. It does, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> right. So season three's coming to an end now. It's been an incredible run and so much has happened in 2022 with the industry. We, for the most part, are finally out of the pandemic. People are starting to get into a routine again. To you, what does the future look like now for the voiceover industry? I think the future is very exciting. And I think that we work in, in I mean, the best industry. I, you know, I often say being a voice actor is the best job in the world. And I absolutely love it. And every day I wake up and I've got a job, I'm, you know, I'm so excited and happy. And all the things that, that we do at the VoiceOver Network, you know, I love every single aspect of them. Um, I think that the the industry is growing. And I think that what's really important is that we stick together and that we communicate and we talk. And that's you know, a big part of what I'm doing with the VoiceOver Network and the Buzz Magazine, you know, bringing people together to communicate so that we can learn from each other. Um, so that, you know, the good things that are happening in the US market, the UK market can learn from. And the the, the great things that are happening in the UK market, the US can learn from. And, uh, you know, and what's happening in South Africa and Australia and Japan and all around the world, there are fantastic things happening, but there are also issues that other communities that we can help each other with. And if we can come together as an industry and work together, we can raise the bar and we can raise the standards. And, you know, there are always going to be, you know, there's always going to be voice acting work. And there are always, we are always going to need communicators to tell stories, authentic storytelling. And there are lots of exciting areas of the industry, you know, whether it's video games, animation, uh, dubbing, anime, um, e-learning, audiobooks. There, there's so much growth and so much happening. Um, I think that we're, we're in a really, really exciting time in the industry. And I think, you know, the pandemic, it was, uh, was a strange period. Um, but it was brilliant for our industry in a way because it made, uh, lots of people up their game with their home studios, which is really, really important, uh, to make sure your home studio is the best that it can be. And we are here at the voiceover network to help you with that. So anybody who needs help with that, do get in touch with us. Um, so raising the bar in, in home studios, um, also opening up casting globally, which was fantastic for casting directors and for voice actors. So voice actors who maybe wouldn't get a look in on, you know, an animation or a triple A video game that's being cast in LA have now been able to, to get in on the action. Now, I think, you know, it's interesting at the moment because lots of people are going back into studios um, and it's, you know, studios are very, very important part of our industry. Uh, but I think, I think we're, we're at an exciting time now where I think, you know, the, the storytelling that's coming out is incredible. The, you know, the authentic casting is brilliant. And we, you know, here at the voiceover network, I'm really proud of what we've created. We want to, you know, embrace voice actors, wherever you're from, whatever your accent, whatever your disability, whatever your sexuality, whatever is going on with you right now, you know, we are here for you. And, and that's really, really important that you, that you know that you have, um, a support network, a community, and people who care about you. Absolutely. And I loved what you were saying as well about how the pandemic bared so many benefits in the industry. It almost seems weird to say, but prior to the pandemic, yes, remote recording was a normal practice, but going back 15 years ago, it certainly wasn't. I think what the pandemic did was it forced everybody to be using remote practices. And now because of that, everybody's got 
great sounding equipment, great sounding studios. I mean, most people anyway. And that culture, though a lot of people are going back in house now, and that's a good thing as well. But we are equipped and set up to record anywhere in the world now. We've got a global community in voiceover. It's not just America with America and Britain with Britain and Australia with Australia. We can literally connect and work together globally, which can only create more opportunity for everybody. Absolutely. And if you're listening to this and you're interested in coming and getting involved with the VoiceOver Network, if you're not a member already, please do come and 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 see what the VoiceOver Network is all about. Um, we have a load loads going on. And, you know, I'm really passionate about building the global community of the VoiceOver Network and helping people in different parts of the world and sharing information and sharing resources and sharing training um, and 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 bringing us all up together. A rising tide raises all boats. So if you are listening to this and you're not a member and you're thinking about it, um, please do join. I'll give you a coupon code that will remove the joining fee and you can come and try us. So that will be um, VOH podcast. So yes. And if you want to come try us, um, that would be wonderful. And then ping us an email um, and let us know what you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And our email address is membersservices at thevoiceovernetwork.org. Now, to close this one off, I'm going to ask you, Rachel, the same question you ask all of the guests. So I hope you're ready for this one. Can you give us any words of wisdom to say goodbye on? I want to say believe in yourself. Believe in yourself because you are you you are amazing. You are incredible. You have been through so much and you are exactly where you're meant to be. I'm so honored that you have taken the time to listen to this uh, episode of the Voice Over Hour podcast. It means a lot to me and I hope that it has, has helped you and inspired you and motivated you. But my big thing is that you it's really important that you believe in yourself as a voice actor and and know that there is a place for you in this world and you're on this planet for a reason. You know, when you think back to like the chances of any of us actually being here on this planet, you know, it's it's one in a billion. So you're here for a reason. You have a voice and the world needs to hear it. You've got a talent. And so, yeah, believe in yourself. Well, thank you very much, Rachel. That was awesome. What a great 45 minutes. Thank you so much. This has been incredible. You rock, Alan. You too. All right. Cool. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the VoiceOver Hour podcast, season three. Brought to you by the VoiceOver Network. With special sponsors, Hindenburg, Apogee, Source Elements, and Focusrite. My name's Rachel Naylor. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out our next episode, bringing you more behind-the-scenes stories in the voiceover industry.